Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Support for a third political party hits a record high. The campaign to recall Governor Gavin Newsom of California reaches a major milestone. Oil prices jump 24% in four weeks. Frigid temperatures deep freeze Texas and other states. A new study shows most children now experience eco-anxiety because of climate change. Also ahead, what will Donald Trump do now? But first, Gallup reporting a record number of Americans now back a third party. 62% of adults believe Republicans and Democrats do such a bad job that a third option is needed. Just 30% of voters believe the traditional two-party system is working well. Whopping 72% think America is at its lowest point since the revolution. More than 1.5 million Californians have signed a petition to remove Governor Gavin Newsom. That figure passes the threshold required to place a recall initiative on the ballot sometime this summer. The governor's approval rating has dipped 18 points since November because of his handling of COVID and the homelessness situation. Price of crude oil topping $60 a barrel for the first time since January 2020, a year ago. That's a 24% bump since Inauguration Day. President Biden targeted the energy sector right off the bat, and he's limiting fracking, suspending new drilling on federal land, and slashing subsidies for the fossil fuel industry. So, gas prices will continue to rise in America. Thank you, Mr. President. Folks in Texas experiencing one of the coldest winters ever, temperatures dropping to 10 degrees in Houston, 8 degrees in San Antonio, knocking out power and closing roads across the Lone Star State. The Biden administration declaring the region a national emergency and deploying FEMA to assist first responders. Some are blaming alternative energy failures for the rolling blackouts in Texas and other states. New study says many children experience eco-anxiety. The poll says 80% of people between the ages of 8 and 16 say climate change causes frustration and depression. In a moment, former President Donald Trump, is he poised for a comeback? Next. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings, against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. What will Donald Trump do next? Right now, the former president is living in Palm Beach, Florida, and taking it easy, golfing. Maybe he's reading. Maybe he's on the phone. I don't know. But I know he's golfing. On Saturday, after the Senate acquitted him of inciting an insurrection, Mr. Trump released a statement saying, quote, Our historic, patriotic, and beautiful movement to make America great again has only just begun. In the months ahead, I have much to share with you, and I look forward to continuing our incredible journey together to achieve American greatness for all of our people. There has never been anything like it, unquote. Well, that sounds like Mr. Trump is not finished with politics, and he's thinking about making a comeback. However, there are major obstacles. The president, as you know, remains popular among Republicans, but he is damaged in a court of public opinion. The only way I can see him winning the presidency again is if the Biden economy collapses. Then Mr. Trump could get some traction as his economic record for four years was stellar. But what happens in the meantime? I think it has to be the TV media. Social media, as we all know, is censoring him, but he is a big star, the most famous person in the world. And when he goes on television, millions and millions of people will watch him. But where? The corporate media, Disney, Comcast, CBS, AT&T, CNN, they're not going to put him on. They despise him. I don't even think Fox had put him on. The president and the hierarchy of Fox are at odds, and he's not happy with the way he was portrayed in the final months on that network. So where does he go? Well, it seems to me there's going to have to be a new venture. There are a lot of different ways to get yourself in front of the American public, but you need a lot of money to do that. In fact, if you're going to launch a new platform, it's $100 million minimum. And even then, it would cost a tremendous amount of money to get marketing and distribution, to get people aware of what you were doing, because people are ingrained in old habits. They either watch television, as they always have, listen to the radio, as you're doing now, or they go on Netflix and all of that. But Donald Trump is a major force in this country and can attract attention and therefore make somebody a lot of money. He really has no other alternative if he wants to stay in the public arena. He has to go on television. One more thing. Mr. Trump is not a disciplined man. We all know that. He's not going to run a program. He could host it like he did with The Apprentice, but he's not going to invent it. He's not going to do that. He's not an innovator in that regard. He's a businessman. So somebody is going to have to present to him something that will keep him in the national spotlight. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree? I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. 
a lot of anxiety and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by faith. An offer of securities is only made by the NRIA Private Placement Memorandum. Read it first. Past performance does not guarantee future results. NRIA is a real estate development firm. Learn more at nria.net. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Exactly 98 years ago today, a team of British archaeologists discovered a sealed chamber buried deep in the sands of Egypt. They would be the first people to enter the room in more than 3,000 years. The archaeological crew had finally discovered the tomb of King Tut. The journey began decades earlier. English explorer Howard Carter first arrived in the Middle East in the 1890s. In November 1922, his team finally found steps hidden in debris near the entrance of another tomb. The path led to an ancient sealed doorway. On February 16, 1923, under the watchful eyes of local Egyptian officials, Carter opened the final door to the last chamber. Inside lay a sarcophagus with three coffins nested inside one another. The last coffin, made of solid gold, contained the mummified body of King Tut, the teenage ruler who lived around 1400 B.C. The riches found in the tomb included golden shrines, jewelry, statues, a chariot, weapons, and clothing. The perfectly preserved mummy was the most valuable the first one ever to be discovered. The treasures were documented and relocated to museums in Cairo and London. The news of Carter's dig, of course, made global headlines. Tut's discovery would have a lasting impact on pop culture as well, sparking a series of comic books, horror movies like The Mummy, and even a hit record from comedian Steve Martin. The novelty song, simply called King Tut, first appeared on Saturday Night Live in 1978. The single would go on to sell more than a million copies. And here's something else you might not know. Steve Martin's King Tut is now another victim of the cancel culture. In 2017, some students at colleges in Oregon labeled the comedian's tune an example of cultural appropriation, demanding the song be removed from streaming services YouTube and reruns of Saturday Night Live. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.